<laughs> I didn't think y'all heard that. Yo, yeah. Memorial Day, America. What up, what up, everyone? PFC 243 coming at you live. Remember the Titans. Tom's um, <laughs> out here with his sunglasses on. He wears the shades at night. We're talking Champions League. Uh, final review, Liverpool versus Real Madrid. We know we're a couple of days late on this, but we figured we have a scouse in the uh, on the host team that a lot of you guys want to hear his thoughts, his opinions on the drubbing that Real Madrid actually, excuse me, on the, <laughs> the drubbing lucky of Ryan Hussey. that Gareth Bale put on Liverpool. We're talking Champos final, three to one, Hala Madrid. Boss, what you got, bro? What happened to Momo? Or should I say uh, Momo? Look, I mean, Mito just came out with it as well. I've been saying it since I've seen it. Um, anyone that really knows how to defend and how to injure, Ramos went in with intent to injure. <laughs> oh, my God. You're really going to ride Get that out train? Get out of here. Dude. Oh, how is it train? not? No, 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 oh. no, no. Look at it. Look at No, let me explain. Because oh. as you're going into a guy – Salah, the hook, and then Salah's trying to get his arm out. Ramos doesn't allow him. He pulls it even closer. And then when he Damn falls, straight. he makes sure that he falls on the arm. And Puss. then he rolls. Damn straight. Puss. I'm 100% with you. All this, all these fucking pundits coming out saying, oh, that's just defending. It's a physical game. Ramos knew what he was doing. Salah initiated contact, agreed. When he tried that's to what you get. Ramos. That's what you and get. And then Salah tries to pull his arm out. He's like, all right, I've had enough of this contact. Ramos pins him in, rolls him over, and then he goes and apologizes. Ramos, at least be a man, dude. At least own up to it. Give him a little flex or something. Don't sit there pretending like. Nah, oh, nah, it's dude. a slick one. Hey, if, if you want to nah, fuck that coward shit. If you want to engage, if you want to engage with the lion, you're gonna get bit. Don't no, but the difference with lions. No, the difference with lions. They don't bite you and be like, "Oops, my bad." They bite you and be like, "Yo, you fuck with a lion, don't bite." Hey. The line's just like, hey, I was just playing with you. I, nah. I bit you, man. Nah, I was just playing with you. But you're a little fox. You know what I mean? You're, you're a little fox. So you're going to get bit. When we when a line bites you and you're a little fox, it hurts a whole lot more than if you're also a line. So, somewhere with me, me, man. Salah made the contact. Their arms were hooked. Ramos, um, in my opinion, it was, um, it was one of... I think every defender needs this nasty side to him. This is why, for me, he's the best center back in the world, and he's a complete defender. He has a little bit of everything. Distribution, aerial ability, tackling, and Goals. that nasty side to him in the game. Goals as well. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a true leader, captaining Madrid. I uh, loved it. I'm what sick, I didn't I'm love was everyone. the fact that Mo Salah got hurt. That, to me, depleted the game. I'm sick of everyone crying about this intentional bullshit. You know, did, he, did, he, did he mean to pull him down? Of course he meant to pull him down because if he doesn't, Salah's in behind. Ramos is out of position. In I mean, behind. It's going to be a three-on-two. Three if Salah spins free, he's going to be in behind Ramos, who's almost near half. That's a a run. You got to bring him down. Is he trying to dislocate his shoulder? It was the other arm, first of all, that got injured, not the one he grabbed. You know, it, he felt funny. It happens. No, we're getting down to it. He, he did. I mean, look, they... They, they talked about it before the game. He he knew that they're going to try to play Liverpool tough. Um, and, look, everyone knew that. Well, I at least thought they were going to at least try to take out Salah because everyone knows if you take out Salah, you take out Liverpool. I'm sorry. <laughs> does, that mean it's, does that mean it's Salah FC? Are you finally ready to admit it? No, because when it comes down to it. <laughs> what did you say? No, 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 no. Because who shows up? Sadio Mane. Because if you take out the carious factor of those stupid blunders, two of them, Without their best player, Liverpool, Real Madrid, are still 1-1. They both hit posts. 
Isco, and then um, oh, Mane. Mane hit post again. Uh, yeah, with that lefty post, shot. Like, what? Yeah, Mane with that lefty shot. That was. Oh, I think it's a lucky shot. Oh, okay. And then Trent, Elton, <laughs> Arnold had a great shot. Navas right there. But, but Huss, what about, what about the injury I, I've on the other liked side? Navas. What? Sorry, sorry to cut you off, Huss. Um, what about the injury on the other side? Danny Cavajal gets injured, pulls his hamstring after attempting a back heel. I mean, um, that's their starting right back. Um, Tom, get, those fucking glasses are ridiculous, bro. Uh, I, can't, I can't read them. I can't, read them. <laughs> I can't listen, bro. I'm just yeah, looking at the glasses. Me. We're gonna have to you can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> my hey, bad, man. man. Go ahead. You get, Go ahead. You get a, this, these are my cop glasses right here. These these are license and registration. Whoop, whoop. That's right. <laughs> get them handcuffs. <laughs> I mean, and that, um, that for Cover Hall, I do feel bad. Because yeah. uh, he didn't deserve um, to be injured right there. He's playing hard. I mean, same thing. Um, it's kind of one for one for injuries, but we all know that Real Madrid can uh, win without Cover Hall. Liverpool, the uphill battle without Salah is immense. But yet, the the one thing that Liverpool fans knew, need to take out of this is that Liverpool, they've already signed Fabinho. They, they, try, they got um, Kate to coming in. They are going to build this team up. They're probably going to get a new goalie. because if you Probably. Take the, I mean, right We'll get back to that real quick. But again, without maybe the hottest player in the world at the moment. Ew. No, you mean the hottest player <laughs> yeah. Nah. Maybe the most dangerous player at right now. There you go. There you go. Then there's still 1-1 if you take out the goalie errors. And that's very respectable by a Liverpool team where no one even thought they would get to this place and said that they had such an easy route. They held it. They, they hung in there more than the other teams. This to me was like one of the – this to me was the most Fugazi final um, I was watching until a couple of things happened. I mean, Salah goes down hurt. Carvajal goes on her Isco cowishness hits the crossbar. I mean, and then all of a sudden, you know, Madrid go up, and that the, that goal, that goal initiated everything. At first, let's talk about the play. Let's, let's delve a little bit deeper, right? So at first, I thought Benz was offsides. That first goal, Real Madrid scored, and then Carius just like rolls it into his path. Oh my God. Like this was the worst mistake oh my God. I've ever seen in a final or pretty much ever. This is youth soccer mistake. Well, not only that, to add on to that, not only did he roll into the Benzema path, but he is more so um, goal left, goalie left, and he's rolling into goalie right <laughs> across the goal as well. Dude, there's someone wide open on the left. Just go, go right there, man. Or just hold the ball for a second. Let people get up. Then dispute the ball. I mean, distribute you know, the ball. This falls under the category of, I was reading an article about how Bob Paisley and Bill Shankly, ex-Liverpool Champions League winners, or Europe, European Cup winners, had a rule, or not a rule, but uh, mentality they would instill in their players, and it was called find the dope. You know, because someone's going to fall asleep for, for a millisecond on a throw-in, on a free kick, and they're not going to lose it. <laughs> lose their concentration, you got to find the dope. And Benzema found the dope, man. I think everyone's giving Benzema enough credit. Third highest goal scorer in the Champions League history behind Raul. Uh, Messi and Ronaldo, so he's fourth, you know. But Al, 57 the, goals. The, okay, keep going, keep going, man. No, I'm just saying that goal. I mean, he, he acted like he was going to stop running, turn around, completely duped Carius into, into to throwing the ball out, and he was there to react. You know, incredible agility, quickness, um, and, and creativity. But even last yeah. round against Bayern, remember when the goalie, um, it wasn't Noy, I forget who what his name was, but um, 
he went to like pick it up and he realized he couldn't pick it up <laughs> went to kick it oh yeah i guess madrid benz was the benefactor of that as well um so i mean he he's definitely he's a he's a heads up poacher type of play he likes to take advantage of that but for Ooh, me right. man the this the story of the champions league fa- final other than and there's so many storylines honestly in this game the salah injury um the the the, the triple repeat um the three repeat i should call it but for me, Gareth Bale steals the show and comes in his, with his first touch, Doug. His first touch, guys. He scores a miraculous bicycle kick. I mean, we saw CR7 do it earlier in the year. But for me, this was the best goal I've seen from a, from a substitute in a final. Like, are, are you kidding All me? All right, bro. How specific are you going to get? This is the from best goal I've seen from a substitute <laughs> on a final on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon in May. In the Ukraine. Come on, bro. Who was a lefty? But no, for real, that was – when I first saw that live, I saw the bike. I was like, wow, CR7, back at it. No, it's Gareth Bale. And then I was like, you know what? He probably just flung his leg up there. Yeah, trying to get a bike, dude. The replays. This dude literally does a bike, like pumps his legs and then bikes it. That's how you know it's intentional technique. It wasn't reaction. even a full kick. It wasn't. Even, it wasn't even a full kick either, man. He 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 kept the full kick back and just yep. made good contact and dipped. Oh it. Like, my god, the technique was through the roof. It was who, who, who crossed the ball, Tiki Marcelo? <laughs> yeah, best in the world. I knew you were right. The assist on the game-winning goal in the final. And Marcelo, and Marcelo with his weak foot. I mean, I gotta give him props. Hey, man, he's he's one of the best left wingers in the world. I'm not gonna lie, man. No, left back, left I don't know about back. that. And Where was he in the field, dude? He was he was he was in the final third. He was one of the highest players on the pitch. Well, I'll dude, tell you what, I can't. Take, was... I can't. Go ahead, go ahead. When Salah was in, he was holding. He was preventing no. Marcelo from attacking no. as much. Yeah, um, but. As soon as you, you got did you injured, see the free kick? And I know Salah slipped up on kick? the goal, on the Mane goal, right? So for me, Ramos gets beat up, beat up by Lovren in the air, who Lovren, I think I thought had a pretty good game. Um, beats Ramos out in the air. And then it's Marcelo Yo. who's caught flat-footed marking Mane. So Thank I knew you, you were thinking something as soon as that happened, though. But good. I told you he's good for to give up a goal, but he's also good to get you a goal give and more an assist. Give me Roberto Carlos, bro. All day, every day. Yeah. Ah, come on. That's the best left back ever. Thank you, bro. Relax, Marcel. That's whose shoes you're trying to fill. Marcelo's but nah, man, still, I got to give him, I gotta the, give him the props, world. man. Yeah, best left mid, left winger. <laughs> best left with back, Hazard. Dude, he got caught out of position. He's lucky Salah was on that pitch. There was but does it matter, Tiki? This guy's won three Champions Leagues in a row. And, and well, no, the title. No, the honestly, honestly, it doesn't matter. Honestly, it doesn't matter. This is just a personal opinion, but... At the end of the day, the dude is flying back to Madrid or flying to Russia with another medal in his in his. He's cap. a legend, man. I'm telling you, he's a legend. Look, he's not for me. He's not my cup of tea. That's not what I want for my fullbacks. But I can't sit here and say he doesn't belong in Madrid. I mean, he's won three in a row, dude. What what more can I say? He's just not my style of player. But he's a baller. No the way Real Madrid play, man, fits into their style. You know, with Zidane's, you know, seemingly no tactics approach to every game, where everyone just kind of, you know, uh, maverick, you know, gunslingers. But the class of Real Madrid is just—it was just too high for Liverpool. They tried their press that beat Man City, and man, Dude. and Liverpool. I mean, uh, Madrid can just keep the ball. They're probably one of the best teams to keep in the ball individually. 
Dude, but to be fair, man, the first 20 minutes of this game, so yeah. I thought Liverpool was going to come out a little cagey, you know, try to find your feet. Dude, the first 20 minutes of this game, <clears throat> Liverpool bossing the game, Salah turning people, got on the wrong side of Marcel. I was like licking my chops. I was like, all right, finally the debate's going to be put to rest. Salah's <laughs> going to get himself a brace and Tom's going to have to recover. But once Salah went out, man, you could just see the energy just sapped out of the team. That's what I've been saying all year, and Hus won't admit it. It's Salah FC, dude. But obviously, it's a whole team. You need the other 10 players. Well, nine players. You don't really need carries in there. But <laughs> Traffic on. <laughs> right? But no, man, like as soon as Salah went out, you saw Real Madrid. They're like, this is our moment. I thought maybe some way, somehow, Liverpool was going to pull a Portugal circa 2000, what, 2016, when Ronaldo went out and Adair came through as a hero. The only guy playing in this game, all game, Sadio Mane, about this life. I've been talking about the shadow theory. Him, uh, when Coutinho was balling, Sadio Mane was always suffering. When Salah was balling, Sadio Mane was always suffering. When Salah went out, Mane's the only dude. Where was Firmino? Was he playing? Where was Lalana? He's had all year to rest. Nothing. Where was Hendo? All these yeah. dudes. Took a nap, except maybe Lovren. I'll give Lovren and maybe Virgil. Arnold. Here and there. But yeah, Virgil, oh, went up. Virgil was solid. Lovren was solid. I mean, I wow. like Robinson Lovren as well, man. Robinson was... Trent Alexander. He was, Arnold. what, the, the youngest player to ever play in Champions League final at 19 years of age and something like that. So, like, this, there's so many storylines in this game, man. And, like, for me, though, I mean, for me. obviously... For me, <laughs> yeah, Firmino disappeared. Um, Carious with the mistakes, but I think this game, Luka Modric cemented himself as the best central midfielder in the world. This man was doing everything. He's one of the Literally best in history, man. I'm right. looking at this all the time. Agreed, Agreed. The Croatian wizard, man. Four Champions Leagues. He left, left Spurs. Now he's got four. You know, and he was there for, he was integral for every single, I mean, he's that holding mid, he's Dude, the Iniesta. He's the Iniesta of this team. Dude, and you watch him, man. He's got a bit of a lazy flow about him, like, so common. I saw him in his final third just faking dudes out with a clearance. Like, oh, I'm going to clear it. Nah, bro. I'm going to love this over your head. Like, there is no so uncomfortable situation. There's no uncomfortable situation you can put. And he Luka gets his Modric shorts out. dirty, man. He gets his shorts dirty. That's the best part. Cruz, sure, Cruz is a baller, man. Cruz does his thing, too. That holding mid position, underrated. Yep. Almost like a Busquets a little bit. But, man, you watch Luka Modric. He... Dude, I love that dude, man. One of my favorite players all time. Yeah, to me, I he showed me. He woke up. I can't wait. Hus, you salty in the back there? What's going on? When it comes down to it, I, I think people are giving uh, too much praise to Real Madrid or oh, they're hating boy. on Liverpool a little bit too much because, look, the scoreline oh. did not really describe the game. <laughs> yes, it did. No, no, no. Listen, listen. Because when you say Real Madrid's class was too much for Liverpool, no, it, it was. was too much for Carrius, not it too much did. for Liverpool. Again, I'm sorry, what did Carrius play? Carrius play? What no, was you going on set, no, I understand that. <laughs> that <was good. laughs> that no, so I, I understand that. But it took one of the best goals we've seen maybe ever in Champions League. To, if you take out Carrius' goals or lack of uh, saves, it would took Gareth Bale to do that bicycle kick, one of the best goals we've ever seen in Champions League history, to tie the game. Not to yeah. win it, to tie. Yeah, Madrid it was wasn't even Carrius. Oh, so it's not like they were getting played off the park. No, Carrius made two stupid errors. 
So it's not like, oh, Real Madrid was doing this, doing but, that, doing this. Yeah, no, but Hus, there's no doubt that yeah, Madrid yeah, grew fair, into man. the game after yeah. Salah got injured. After Salah got injured, Madrid began to dominate they the bossed. game. They bossed. They absolutely bossed this game, especially in the second they half. Did. You know, Liverpool had that one set piece they scored on. Other than that, they didn't have many chances going forward. I think you take out the Gareth Bale bike and the mistake by Carius on the second goal, they still find a way to score. Extra Agreed. time, they still find a way to score, man. Like it, You can take out those two goals, take out all three. Dude, even find a way to score. Even Asensio coming off the bench, obviously he didn't have much to do, but like a guy like that, we've seen Asensio score from 30, 40. We've seen him dribble by players. Like they just had more class. It was just one of those situations. The worst case scenario happened for Liverpool. Your best player got injured on the big stage, man. If yep. Salah was in there, you might have a bit more of a case. Like, oh, maybe he could have done this, this, that. But like, once Salah was gone, this is Salah FC. The reason why Liverpool even finished top four this year, in my opinion, 40 goals from Salah. That's why, dude. That's why, man. No, I, like, I understand that. that. That's proving the point even more for me when I say that that's how well Liverpool hung in there when they no, lost. No, that's how well Salah hung in there. That's it. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. one player. You guys are battling I'm talking about in the game versus Real Madrid because people are saying, oh, they played Liverpool off the park. No, they didn't. Hussey, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Real Madrid, Real Madrid barely got out of third gear, maybe fourth gear. They barely got out of third, fourth gear, and they still didn't have a problem. They barely, they barely broke a sweat, and that's what I'm talking about with the class. They, they, weren't, they didn't even play the best game. What did Cristiano do? He was lost. He's in the shadows. That's what I'm saying. They didn't exactly. even need him. That's a, they didn't they, even need that's 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 Liverpool that's only has one so well that you didn't even see CR7. They shut him down. Hus, Liverpool only has one superstar. That's Salah. Real Madrid has like four or five superstars, Nine. man. Sergio Ramos, CR7, Gareth Bale. They have superstars Benz, coming off the bench. Benz. Benz you know is I mean? old, but like Benz is still Tony a superstar, Cruz, man. No, Madrid, I think, some I think people Marcelo. Consider, Marcelo, 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 I might hate like, on him, but he's a baller. No, they need to be an investigation. And we need to check out Carrie's <laughs> bank roll right now, his bank account. Because if it just went up 10 million pounds, we know where that came from. If he, if he has like another 20 million euros in his bank account, well, we know why. Look, Huss, you know what it is? It's that big stage, man. Carius had an incredible Premier League season, but you get 38 games to show yourself. And, like, yes, there's pros and cons to that. Do you have the stamina to go 38 games? The advantage of playing 38 games is that if you screw up in one, you have another 37 to make it up. But the big stage, a.k.a. the World Cup, the Euros, the Champions League semis and finals, like, those are the true big stages. That's when contracts are made. We're talking yeah, about man. Gareth Bale all of a sudden now is a $300 million player. They're talking about United needs to pay 385 million pounds to get this dude. Like He's clutch. Gareth Bale's clutch, in my opinion. Like, it, bruh. If he's not injured. Champions League final, that's the, yeah, that's the key. In. He's done something. Yeah, the key, is, the key is, is, can he help you over 38 games? I don't think he's worth the squeeze, man. Like, as, oh, yes. Oh, Dude, all right, take him at Arsenal, man. He'll sit out most of the year, and hopefully the rest of your team will get you into that final so Bale can get you over the edge. Hell, yeah. His injury record for me is what kills me. If he was a healthy player, yeah, I'd say, sure, man, go for it. Break the bank for that, dude. But you know he has what, a man? history of it, man. The last three seasons, he has a history. It's not you, like know, you know who else had a history of injuries? Iron Robin. Remember that? Yeah, look at him. But now he's that Byron playing. Yeah, Wayne but now he's at Byron playing half the games. Like, he's not Yeah, well, that's because he's team. older. But don't, don't forget, he came back and won that Champions League, right? They lost in the first one and came back and won that Champions League. So, all I'm saying is, guys at a later stage can get healthier, and class is permanent. Form is temporary. So, 
for me, Gareth Bale would be worth the squeeze. He's just shown what that at the biggest stage, he can he, he has he's ice, ice in his veins. And at the same time, yes, okay, I get the longevity, but his no way, his bro. goal to game ratio is still crazy for the amount of games he played. Well, I don't, I don't know if I'd pay that much money for him. I wouldn't either. But, but when it comes down to it, he did prove it in England when he was the main guy. He proved in a high um, uh, Real Madrid when a high pressured situation. That's the highest of and, expectations. And not only that, but he proved it at the Euros with Wales when he was getting those free kicks, when he was the guy that had mm-hmm. to do things over and over again. He kept coming back, and everyone thought Wheels might make a run at these Euros because how well he's playing. Wheels. But uh, <laughs> yeah. so, a, a shout out to uh, Southampton because uh, they had a lot of ex players play. Because if Southampton could just keep their players, they very well could have made a run at Champions League. Yeah, right. But, <laughs> you know, Tom, speak, speak <laughs> class, Tom. Uh, there's one man we haven't really mentioned yet. He gets no credit for what is it? Who that? Who that? In 30 months, he's won three Champions Leagues. Jordan that's most, Henderson. That's the most of all time. He's tied with uh, Carlo Ancelotti and Bob Paisley. Most Champions Leagues. Zinedine Zidane. If this was Pep Guardiola in Barcelona, people would be on the rooftops, screaming, <laughs> crying, falling in the street, fainting. But it's not Pep Guardiola. It's not Tiki Taka. It's Real Madrid. And Zinedine Zidane, and this guy gets no credit. It's all luck. You know, Al, it's, all, it's all tricks. Al, it's, oh, they don't deserve it. It's bullshit. Al, you know why it's not bullshit, dude? Because Pep got the same treatment. When Pep was doing this, everyone was like, Barcelona, of course he can. So Zizou's getting the same treatment, dude. Zizou has to find the next club. What he did at Real Madrid, congrats, dude. You, you're the no, first it's, it's guy. Not, it's, not, it's not even that, man. Bruh, it's the you first the team. Guys, it's the first team. He's not getting any credit. You know, it's all. Nah, he's getting credit, bro, but he's getting that. That pep credit, we're like, oh yeah, that's cute, but can you do it with another club? Nah, man, people, people sweated. Can you people do it sweat at Pep? Nah, nah, they didn't sweat. I sweated Pep. Most people didn't sweat Pep. Tubbs Dude, didn't no, sweat the best team of no, all no, time. No, no, no. Just, no. The, the, the mass what, what media sweated Pep. I'm with Al. Uh, what I'm trying to say is that with Madrid, it's not this is the best team we've ever seen. It's like, is this the best team of all time? Where Pep? You know why? You know why it's not? But you know why it's not Al? Because of the league, bro. That's why. Like. If he was, if he did a double, or maybe took Barcelona to like match day 35, 36, for the last three years, you can say that. But like, all, all right, hey, focus on. You only need to win. I think what is it like, uh, like ten games or so to win a Champions League. You only need to focus for ten games, dude. And I, I don't want to take it away from Zizou. He's one of my favorite players of all time. But I'm saying like that salt. Pep got the same salt, bro. Like you did it with Real Madrid. Congrats. In the league, he's collapsing, bro. Cristiano Ronaldo did nothing this year for him. And you can, you know, that's not Zizou's fault. It is the players he has. But, like, that's salt, man. It comes with managing the greatest club in the world. Now, if he goes elsewhere and he does the same thing, then you got to, like, look at Pep. Finally now has everyone's credit because he went to Manchester City, baby blues, and did it. You know what I mean? Broke 13 records. He finally now has the haters' respect. Zizou's going to feel the Zizou's a genius. If, if you're hating on Zizou right now, you're you're a moron. If you're just saying, oh, yeah, it's just because he's at Real Madrid. I was saying the Rafa same Benitez thing about Pep, man. Real Madrid. Hey, but the same Greeny. thing about Pep. So many dudes were at Madrid, and um, they didn't three-peat in the Champions League. This is the yeah. first time since 1976 that a team has done this. So this is, this is absolutely unbelievable. Real Madrid sent with 13 trophies, UEFA Champions League trophies, the most out of any club ever. I mean, 
for CR7, this is monumental. Um, but you have to look at Zizou's tactics. Real Madrid, for the longest time, was a 4-3-3 team. They changed it to 4-4-2, and he adapted. He, he let the players dictate his formation. You know what I mean? And he was willing to give guys like Isco a chance, and Isco ended up choking after, you know, basically letting the media know that Zizou doesn't play him. For me, Zizou's a player's coach. He's like, all right, prove yourself. Do chokes, get subs out, puts Gareth Bale in. Yeah, he hasn't uh, really been no. feeling Gareth Bale all year. So look, that's man. like, it's, it's, look, that's I don't genius, say, man. Yeah, but I don't want to say Isco choked, bro. Like, Isco struggled in the final, sure. But, like, you look at the buildup to that final. Isco helped, man. He put in his own, just like Asensio did. Asensio is going to come out and say he's not getting enough burn, which is you know, fair. He, you but know like, what it was? It reminded Isco, me of the Isco Antoine Griezmann year, moment. If that was your moment. That was your moment. Yeah, to, but, to, to really steal it or, you know, put at least score but, the goal. It's, yeah, for but, me, Isco, if he scores that goal, he's, he's, he's starting next year. Yeah, yeah, but I think he's starting next year anyway. He's he will be. Between him I, and Asensio, I think I Ronaldo's know. out. I think Ronaldo's out uh, of Real Madrid. Hot take. Whoa, well, not really a whoa, hot take. That's a hot take. Dude, that's a nah, hot take. Let's came, talk about dude, that. He, nah, he came out and he said, look, I'll tell you about my future in a little bit. He said, I need some few days. I, I, dude, it's Real Madrid, man. Why are we pretending like this is a, like they got rid of original Ronaldo? They got rid of Zizou. They got rid of I know, Beckham. but it, no, but it's a three Pete. Why would he leave now? Because is my question. Dude, where else? What? Yeah. Where? How? How much higher can you go? You've done it, bro. You've done it. Go to PSG. Get that oil money. Cruise. Yeah, everyone will say, "Oh, PSG will never." Who cares? Get that paycheck money. You're still, you know, winning, winning trophies in that. You'll win League One. No one cares, but like. You go out gracefully. To me, CR7 doesn't seem to be a guy who's driven by the money. He seems to be a guy who's driven he's by not, the, being the greatest player ever. And, and he's and, got a, a contemporary in Messi who he exactly. has to compete against. And he's failing against Messi because Messi's no, he's not. running. Dude, dude, this year was the biggest gap I've seen this in the league. Play. Yeah, yeah, but in that's league, over right? 38 games. But over Okay, but then what about the Champions League? Hey, a little, a, set all sorts a of records. A little bit of context, a little bit of context for this in Real Madrid. Um, you know, the argument, are they one of the best teams of all time because of their the success in Europe? Four Champions Leagues in five years. Uh, first team to go th- uh, three-peat back to, uh, you know, first team to do twice. And uh, bring in Bayern Munich in the 70s. Beckenbauer, one of the best teams of all time in history regarded. You look back, they won three in a row. One of those years they won the Champions League, they finished in 10th place in the league. And no one remembers that. Only, they only remember those three in a row. Hell yeah. And I think it's going to happen to Real, this Real Madrid team again, looking back Dude, on it. You know, it doesn't matter. They finished you. third place. The last year they did the double of the league and the Champions League. I think this was just a lull. They didn't invest anyone in the summer. They let, um, they let Hamas go. They let Morata go. They didn't bring in really anybody except these youth guys. So I think this summer, if they rebuild, they have a chance at the league next year. They didn't have the depth to go with 38 games. But you guys are sitting here acting like Real Madrid is not the type of team to go get Neymar this year. You know what well, I mean? Like, of course they are. You guys are getting that. emotional about Ronaldo's no, doing so no. well. Why, why do you think that? I think, uh, I no, think no, because I you're, think... Saying, you're saying there's no way Ronaldo leaves. I'm saying, dude, it's a no. real possibility Ronaldo leaves on top. Like, why wouldn't you leave after a treble? Because he has a chance to go four in a row. Or he has a chance to remind everyone that Messi's better. Tom's sitting over here saying Messi's better. This year, Tom, was the first year I heard you change your tune. And it hurt me a little bit, man. I was a little offended. I don't want to argue too much because it's comparing two greats. It's really, it's really a preference. But, like, this year was your first year in the entire battle where you said Messi's better. 
Ronaldo knows that. You saw him in the Champions League final, dude. He tried to take people on one-on-one. That Virgil move, when Virgil went down for the slide. Uh, hey, tackle, hey, Virgil versus Dude, Ronaldo's lost a step. He knows it deep down in his heart. And do you want to sit there in the same league, continue to be compared to Messi, and you know you're on the slide, not because you suck, but just because Father Time gives no fucks. Dude, he's going to go out like a like a, like a warrior on his horse. He's going to steal all Ibrahimovic's records. He's going to go to PSG, get that oil money, get worshipped in Paris, one of the greatest cities in the world, and win a, a, a League One just to add to the trophy cabinet, keep that sponsorship money coming in. And who knows? Maybe make a run at the Champions League. Probably won't win it, but like, He'll be that dude. You That's know why. You see, right United. there. There's, there's also been talk of him possibly coming back to United for the tenth time since he ah, left. Look, look, you know, look, hey, look. the number ten, the number ten jersey is ah, open. Look, look, him look. and Lukaku up top, but he's he's not seven. CR ten, dude. Not CR <laughs> yeah. ten. What about seven. I know. Yeah, he's not CR ten. That's been Sitting in the room. Apparently, Jose Mourinho has been in touch and contact. <laughs> all these bullshit rumors, you know. Nah, man. But, look, I think, dude. He he literally. They were asked him about his future. And he was like, I'll let you know in a few days. That signals right there that uh, Florentine Perez up there is thinking, huh, who's the next guy up? Because he don't give a fuck. Ronaldo gave him three. He's not going to sit there and be like, why not four? He's going to be like, when are we getting Neymar? Because he's next in line. When are we getting Bapilotin? He's next in line. Not that I disrespect Ronaldo, but man, Real Madrid, they only want to fuck tens, bro. And Ronaldo's starting to look like a nine. Put it this way. PSG wow. bought Neymar next uh, last year for two hundred million pounds. They can't buy Cristiano this year because of the fact that Mbappe. Uh, if they sell those two, they can. If they well, sell Mbappe well, to Madrid, they have to sell those two, but I don't sell think Neymar to Man City. I, I don't think they're going to. And then you got uh, the money. They got the Mbappe loan, which actually um, turned into a buy this year for one hundred and thirty million pounds. I don't see Ronaldo leaving this summer. I see him leaving the summer after because I really think that he's going to go for four Champions Leagues in a row. Getting emotional, guys. Yeah, no, but not emotional. emotional. I, I think you listen to a post-match. Cristiano Ronaldo is <laughs> listen. Listen to what he said in the post-match. Us. No, just listen his to his post-match comments. Ronaldo. I've been listening for like the last hour. Go ahead, Al. No, no, I'm I saying his, post, his post-match comments, man. Like Even when he won the fifth Delon Dior, he's like, wow, I've won five. I didn't think I'd win more than like three. Now of one of the Champions League, he's like, man, like I've done it all, I've won it all, and now he's saying to himself, it's not about the money, it's about you know he wants to play more games, he doesn't want to be saved for Champions League only, he wants to he wants to be the top dog Madrid? again. Do you think he'll play more at Real Madrid next year? He's gonna no play even less. That's Dude, my point. Zizou, Zizou's no, Zizou, Zidane's no, no, no romantic about that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Real Madrid's not romantic, guys. Like if this was Man United, I'd be like, all right, he's gonna give it one more. If this was any other club, even Barcelona, I'd be like, ah, I'll give it one more. They'll Barcelona will have a romantic farewell with Messi, just like they did with Xavi, just like they did with Iniesta. Like, they'll be romantic. Real Madrid's not a romantic team, dude. And that's why they literally asked him in his post-match. Guys, fans out there, if you're listening, just listen to Ronaldo's post-match interview. These guys are giving me shit like I'm, like I'm some Ronaldo hater, even though I watched them. What guys? What, what guys? Come and fucking hustle. There you go. Thank, Thank you. you. Like, Bruh, they're getting I'm all not, emotional about it. He, this dude is at a club that only bangs 10s and 11s, bro. And you saw Ronaldo. And he's no longer a 10. Go ahead, See, I, I think because you have to look at what he'd live in this Champions League run. Nah, and man. If you, 
the main issue is that a guy like Neymar, he wants to be the alpha. He doesn't want another. He doesn't want to play second to anyone. So that's exactly. why I don't think him and CR seven will will work. That's why. No, no, no. But you're you're assuming you're assuming that like one state, dude. If Ronaldo leaves, they're opening up room for either Mbappe or Neymar. You know what I mean? Oh, and if oh, Ronaldo oh, goes oh, to oh, PSG, Neymar's not staying. Like this is a oh, whole. They're spending movie. this. I think they're gonna be moves made by Madrid this summer because they they saw what happened in the league. They just didn't have the. Hell yeah. And Ronaldo didn't have the legs to carry them in the league. Like, Ronaldo went, what, 11 games without scoring, chasing Messi's tail? Like, that's a real sign, man. He, the, I love the dude. I worship the dude. But Father Time waits for no man. He waits for no man. Just the legs aren't there anymore. Uh, I, I, I still see Cristiano staying one more time because if he can go four in a row, that's what oh, cements him over Messi. He's yeah. already been cemented over Messi. No, I, I wouldn't say yeah. he cemented over Messi at all. More Champions uh, Leagues, more, more, more trophies with his national team. But yeah, more La Liga records. The World Cup, the World Cup is and, the only, and that's only for now because Cristiano has a good chance of retiring before Messi. So you don't know what Messi's going to do after CR7 leaves. Because if he goes somewhere else and things start to be um, not as structured, shall we say, as Real Madrid. He might not be in the Champions League final ever again, or he might not win the Ballon d'Or because they say, oh, he moved away from one of the toughest, if not the toughest league in the world. So it might become Messi's world. You understand? So Cristiano you understand. And if he can get four in a row and get that extra Ballon d'Or, yeah. that's where he cements himself above Messi. Because if he leaves yeah, now, there's still assuming... a chance that Messi cements himself Us. over I'm, I'm not sitting here saying Cristiano wants to leave Real Madrid. I'm not saying that. No, I'm saying that. Real Madrid... Might be done with Cristiano, bro. That's all I'm saying. And Cristiano, for the fact that he didn't commit right away, they asked him, what's the future look like? He said, I need a few days. I need some days to think about it. I will tell him the coming days. That yeah. means that means his agent needs to talk to Perez, Florentine Perez, and the, 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 Real, the Real Madrid uh, board or whatever, whoever makes the decisions right now. And they need to figure out, hey, do I still have a job here? Of course, Ronaldo wants to stay, bro. Where? Where yeah. else would he go? Of I don't course. know. I think does Real Madrid want to keep him? That's the question. To me, he's still a 10. I don't, I don't think he'd do this. is a man who said he wants to play until he's 41. Look, and, he's a hey. 10, but Messi's out there playing at 12. You know what I mean? Fair like, enough. Fair enough. To you. You're right. But for a guy who's slowing down statistically, he's still not 44 goals last season. And um, Messi, Champions League final. The year, and he won a Champions League the year before. He had 42 goals, so it's a step up from last year. But as, and, he, as, and he took the first third of the season off with you know just being out of form. But as football pundits, can we say he's lost a step? He used to be a 13-14. He's, he's, he's evolved playing at a He's evolved his game to a one-touch one finisher. You know, hardest competition. That's what I'm. But that's what. I, yeah, Tom. Of course, it's hardest competition. But over 38 games, my man struggled because he doesn't have the legs. Father time. It's the same. Right. Argument where Al was offended when we we're talking about Rooney. Rooney is a legend. Talk about him. It's the same way Tums now getting defensive about Ronaldo. Of course, Ronaldo wants to stay at Madrid. Father Time slash Real Madrid. Father Time, dude. Just listen to the list of the guys they got rid of. Man, like they don't give a shit. Like you I can be going your back to back. But remember care. this. But remember this. Those players, as well as great as they are. They're still not CR7. CR7 has a chance to become maybe and, the best player of all time. 
So when it comes down to it, they don't walk into Perez's office and say, oh, do you want to keep us next year? No. They're sitting down with them saying, this is what we're thinking. What are you thinking? We're thinking probably at least one more year, maybe two. No, no, no. You're assuming that. That's not what they said. That's not what they said. What they say then? What they say then? Options. Ronaldo literally was asked, hey, man, what's good with Real Madrid next year? He was like, yo, I need to talk business with these dudes. You're you're putting words into their mouth. Your wish, your wishes, you are my too. wishes. But that's no, I'm not. He literally came out and said, I don't know. Real Madrid right here, they asked Zidane, what do you think? Cristiano's happy and will continue to ha- be happy. I'm not here to talk about anyone. I'm yeah, going to continue to celebrate. Like, What do you expect him to answer? Because it was after Champions League final. It's not him. Dude, it's not up to Ronaldo. It's up to Perez, bro, the owner of Real Madrid, who's known to be a nut. Bro, it's that, up to that, him. It's not up to Ronaldo. Ronaldo will stay. If it's up to Ronaldo, he will stay at Real Madrid. He doesn't want to leave. There's nowhere to leave to. No, I, I still believe that when it comes down to it, he's going to stay for at least one more year. It makes sense for him to stay for one more year. It doesn't make I, sense for Perez. I think it does because he has a chance to have the maybe the greatest or uh, – with all the accolades that he's won, maybe the greatest player of all time. But if Neymar and that goes, uh, that's Real Madrid over Barcelona. Because if Neymar and make sure that he gets more accolades than Cristiano and really just comes alive for the next like three or four years, then it's like, oh, Barcelona has the best player of all time. So it's but not just Cristiano versus Messi; it's Real Madrid versus Barcelona. But Cristiano's 32, 33 years old. If Neymar's dead, if if the reports have been true that he's been trying to engineer a move for his son to go to uh, Real Madrid. And I don't see why Neymar wouldn't go to Real Madrid. Yeah, I don't time. see why he wouldn't. No, no, but they're trying to do it right now. Like, I'm no, basing no, this on the stories joke. I've read. Yeah, like, but literally, Neymar is dropping all kinds of hints that PSG is a shite club. Not shite club, but, you know, like, what am I doing over here? Neymar's dad's literally saying, yo, could have gone to Real Madrid. You got Barcelona stars saying, if Neymar goes to Real Madrid, and by stars, I mean Iniesta and Xavi coming out and saying, if Neymar goes to Madrid, it'll be a disgrace, which goes to show you the story has legs. Will it happen? Who the fuck knows, dude? Well, What's Neymar also came out and said the rumors with Real Madrid are nonsense. Of course he has to say that. He's at that club. Of they course. Have, but of course, Cristiano has to say that I'm going to take a few days to look at my future. He just won... The biggest soccer trophy in the he world. Literally, he he literally said, up, so it's like, relax, dude. That's the right after the game. Like, this like is his quote. It was a very nice. It was very nice to be at Real Madrid. In the next few days, I will talk. That's words out of Ronaldo's mouth. There's nothing wrong with that. Why would he if, discuss his future? It was very nice. Not it is. It was very nice to be at Real Madrid. That's that's, sig- that signals his time is coming to an that's end. That's signal, you know? man. That's a, that's a real signal. I'm not sitting here saying he's leaving, Hus. But I'm saying you guys saying he'll stay just out of emotion. No, There's I'm nothing saying, I'm not saying out of emotion. I'm saying it is out of emotion. Long Where's the basis that he'll stay? The fact that he wants to win four? Of course he does. But he says it was very nice to be at Real Madrid, Ronaldo said. In the next days, I will talk. <laughs> guys, guys. Come on, man. man. I'm, not buy- I'm not buying too much into, into it. Into Ronaldo's words. Yeah, man, I think we just have to – that's a, that was a professional <laughs> response. A professional <laughs> response is that, hey, I'm happy to be at this club. Uh, I'm Thank happy to be you. here, I blah, blah, blah. I, I want to stay. It's I not – win hey, more. It's not, hey, everybody, it was good Good to see you all. You know, <laughs> uh, I'll catch you next week. 
<laughs> that's how you fun. say when you want to stay at a club. You know, professionals, you just bite your tongue, say, "Hey, thank you very much." I'm happy. Great Look at Griezmann. Look at Griezmann at ATL. Griezmann at ATL literally is like, "Yo, I'm I'm happy here, man. I'm happy." Even though he's linked with Barcelona, I'm happy here. The last three years he's been saying that. Last four years he's been saying that. Exactly, man. This this is well, hey man, watch well, out. Maybe Cristiano's maybe Cristiano's working some hardball now because maybe he wants a statue. Maybe he wants a little part ownership. He maybe he doesn't want another statue. All that statue maybe, was man, hideous. No, no, I'm talking about w. Real Madrid. I Hus, again, that's what I'm saying. Like these your opinions are coming from your head. And like I'm just basing this. <laughs> On what I've read. On one That's word. All. On one word. On and his all word. that emotion, with all that celebration, you're yes. off of one single word. So you don't know yet. Yes. Yeah. But on all yeah. that emotion, he's choosing to be negative, not like, oh, this is the greatest club. I want to go for four next year. He's saying it was very nice to be here, guys. Yeah. I'll question. talk to you in a few days. He chose he chose his words very, very, very precisely in that in that situation. That's all that. I'm saying. I'm not saying he's leaving. I'm just saying, guys, like your fantasy of him going for a fourth and beating out Messi, blah, 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 is based on emotion. It's not based on reporting. It's not based on words out of Ronaldo's mouth. Guys, there's a real situation here. Ronaldo might be leaving Real Madrid this summer. Did well, I mean, the, again, after... And I use the word might. No, again, after the champ championships with the emotion, you say he used it very calculated. I don't know if that is. I'll put it this way. When Kevin Garnett, was, not to switch sports, he was <laughs> he was given money to say a certain line after they won the championship by Adidas, and, and he and he messed it up because of all the emotion of winning a championship. Things are said, especially you get caught up in the emotion of that game. He was man. He, I don't think he was caught up in anything. I think I think he was trying to speak to the world and. There was other things that happened in this game other than CR, man. I get it. He's a major topic line, but... You're right. Not You're right. Real quick, uh, let's talk about the one... A question. I have a question. One is billion... Klopp, what? Is Klopp cursed? No. <laughs> Six in a row, Huff? No, I don't think he's cursed at all because he's going in as the underdog every single time. And he's losing every single no, time. No, no, no. It's not so much about, hey, he's losing every single time. It's the fact that he's bringing <laughs> teams that shouldn't be in the Champions League final to the Champions League final. And it's just that little bit. He just needs to get over that hump. And I think That's it's one perfect. of those things where it's a good story where Klopp will finally get one. You just don't know where yet. It could be a Liverpool, could be a Bayern Munich, could be at Real Madrid. I think in time he will get one. You just don't know where. So it's just I think he, I think he needs to take a page out of uh, Jose Mourinho's book, there The Underdog go. Master. Inter Milan, and, Inter Milan and FC Porto had no business winning the Champions League yet. He did it both times as the hey, underdog. I'm not saying that he's a better manager than Jose Mourinho in his heyday. I'm saying his underdog mentality has to go. It doesn't matter if you're the underdog. Man, that you lost. <laughs> that's, 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 that's what you got to assess. Go no, I understand, but I'm not going to say he's cursed. He, he's brought these teams where uh, – so you can say, oh, he's cursed because he lost in the final six times. Or you can be like, oh, really? well, we're not going to talk to him, talk about him because there's so many other managers that haven't even got there. <laughs> no, the difference is that – now he's in that debate. Like, you can't get to a final six times and compare yourself to guys who've never been in a final. Tell me one of those teams that he had where you're like, oh, they get into the Champions League final. Dude, I 100% agree. But to get there six Dude, times. Dude, his, his Dortmund team was nice. His Dortmund team was very nice against Bayern Munich. That was, that was almost a 50-50 battle. This is why I say curse, guys, because look how that ended. Goza, your best playmaker. Snake. Your, your, your spark plug. 
at that moment, the guy who gave that little bit of extra magic, he's not allowed to play in the game because your rival. No, 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 Tom. Has bought him. Tom, he was allowed to, chose not to. Chose not to. Well, Bayern put that pressure on him. That was the mob right there. Like, hey, if you like your family type stuff, right? Yeah, man. His best player, the only superstar Liverpool has, gets injured in the final. It's a shoulder injury. Some people may judge Salah for that. Just kind of saying toughen it out. But every time you jog, your shoulder kills if it's hurting. Um, So that's another curse. That's why I bring up curse. Is this dude really cursed? We also don't know what part of the shoulder hurt as well. But we're going to talk about that real quick. Let's talk about the 1 billion euro lawsuit against <laughs> Real Madrid captain Sergio Ramos bullshit, by an Egyptian Everyone's lawyer. Saying, you dry your eyes out there. Everyone, everyone's crying their eyes out, man. Oh. Sick of it. 400,000 petition to see Ramos banned further from World Cup or Champions League next year. Get over it, man. Get over I mean, it. I, I would see people, people have had worse challenges. It's like uh, Ashley Young on Aguero. Almost broke his ankle with a studs up challenge. Way more cynical. Way more dangerous. There was no four hundred thousand lawsuit to get or, uh, petition to get him banned from more games. Everyone's so sensitive about this. this. Guy went down. Fair challenge. Got hurt. Fair challenge. That, that's the game. Oh, stop, <laughs> Hus, Hus. I mean, even even if it was an unfair challenge, and I I told you at the start of this episode, I agree with you. That was snaky shit by Ramos. But it's a competitive sport. He didn't do anything outside the rules. Like there was no red card there. Like, you can have VAR as much as you want. There's no red card there. But we all know, like, as football fans, as football pundits, football fanatics, we know what Sergio Ramos did. He kept his arm in there so he couldn't brace his fall. Tried to injure the play. I don't think he was trying to, you know, kill the dude's career or anything. I think he was trying to get him out of the game. Yeah, sure, man. But like Al said, perfect point. Ashley Young goes studs up on Aguero. Dude, that was the most red card we've ever seen. And Ashley Young didn't get any post-game. And Aguero can't even play. He hasn't been able to play. Yeah, Aguero's been injured since. Great shout out, man. Like, and I, I mean, you know, a hard tackle. It was. No, the story, the no... story is for Gazy. It's obviously not going to go anywhere. Nothing's going to happen out of it. It's just a little add something to the story. It's just a little funny that That's someone right. actually went out and did it. Such a Fugaze final. Dude's great a bitch. It was crazy, man. That's what you get, though. You try to try play with the lion. Get bit. <laughs> don't go near him. You don't go near Ramos, especially if you're half a foot shorter than him. You get smoked. You know, Ramos is Ramos is that fucking that uh, what's it called? That dragon. He's a Komodo dragon, dude. He'll bite <laughs> you and then walk and like follow you behind and watch you. Just Wait till you die with that venom. Yeah, there's no lying about Ramos. Dude. Twenty-four red cards, man, in his career. Twenty-four red cards, but in the championship, he's only been sent off, I think, three times. That's that out, out of twenty-four. Now, look, I love Ramos, man. He's, he's, he's an absolute legend. Like Tom said, obviously, I'm not happy with him ruining the finals. I would have loved to see him still expose Tom's boy Marcelo. You know, there's a little bit of personal gripe in this. But, but to be fair, man, yo, I, I would have done the same thing. If you're, not, if you're a competitor, bro, if you're a true competitor, you try to knock out the other, the other guy's best player within the rules of the game. And sometimes it's worth the red, and sometimes you can get away with it without taking a red card. Like, Ramos, isn't a, Ramos isn't a Komodo dragon. He's a tick. He'll attach He'll suck your blood. And guess what? He's going to give you Lyme disease. There's no cure for Lyme disease. You're going to have that for life. Your blood. And you won't be able to move because all your joints are hurting. Dude, uh, real quick, I think we talked, we, we brushed up on this. Man, this is making me nervous for this summer. A little transfer talk. Fabinho stolen right underneath 
Mourinho's nose, uh, goes to Liverpool, one of the first major signings from the top six clubs. Liverpool, man, this is what we're talking about. Once you make a Champions League final, players around the world start to pay attention. The top prospects, those prime A potential world-class beef starts to pay attention. And uh, Klopp managed to secure Fabinho, a guy who's been looked at by Pep Guardiola as well, all kinds of clubs. And man, this this is this is great business for Liverpool. Hey, hold on. Tiki, uh, to, to that note, Tiki, um, yes, Liverpool did snatch him from under United's nose, but I mean, they got a guy not going to the World Cup for Brazil, where United are looking at a guy named Fred, who Ooh. is on his way to the World Cup. Like that. boy. Go ahead, Liverpool. You take the carriers. You take these guys floating on the <laughs> lot, you know? See where that gets you. We'll take the guy going to the World Cup. We'll take the next guy up the ladder. We're not going to mess around trying to build somebody. No, we want the guy who's ready to play. That's I mean, my hopes and dreams. Was that guy? Adam Lallana. You know, no. We're going for the big time. A couple years ago, Firmino <laughs> was that guy. And then he became into a great player. So, yeah, yeah. Firmino could be t- become that Firmino? guy. And he's also playing in La Liga, uh, Ligue 1. So it's uh, a tough league where Fred is. And then no, when it comes no. down to it, um, I, I, it's another Brazilian for Liverpool. And you see awesome. that they're, they're adding awesome. some South American flair. Because when it comes down to young talent, is it easy to say that France and Brazil have the best young talent right now going in, uh, into the World, uh, sorry, World Cup or just national programs? Germany. Oh, Germany. Sorry. Yeah. Forgot Germany. So those are the three best. USA. Yeah. <laughs> bring, bring back Clint Tempsey. Yo, Huss, I'm going to buy you a Carrier's jersey, bro. Dude. <laughs> My good. Covered right, in we, butter. You know, we didn't even, did we even really talk about that, that second goal? The one where Gareth Bale gets the ball, fires it in, and I don't even understand how it happened. Like, Carrier's like, he like – I'm going to punch I, I it. I'm going to catch it. I'm going to punch it, and I'm going to jump in the air, and it's going to go over me. Look, to be you fair, man, Hus, to be fair, it knuckled. Uh, at first, like, you watch the replay of that ball. It doesn't really spin, man. So, hey, nope. And then they finally give us a replay behind the net, and you see a last minute it turns, and Karras wanted to, like, parry it down to his feet, let it bounce and catch it. Then he realizes it's spinning, and all of a sudden he tries to, like, punch it away or parry it away but it was too late he tried to catch it that's where he fucked up he tried to punch it it. and a knuckleball you either punch it or like but he didn't but but that's that's what i'm saying he didn't know it was a knuckle until it took a turn last minute if you watch it it, he tried to catch it even if it took a turn you you do the same thing what do the top goalies do Jeez, but he he didn't he didn't have time to react, man. He didn't have time to. It was just yeah, he a did. Bail. He touched it. Look, right. Allison saves that. Nava yeah, saves that. Oblak saves that. And the reason why I said those three is because those are the three uh, goalkeepers they've been attached to the most. They need a go- goalkeeper, a new one. Enough For with sure. projects, as we've said before. Yo, bring back Mignolet. If you, wanna, if you wanna hang out with the big dogs, you God. need to get the big dogs. Now's the time to get these players. Don't try to develop carriers because in one swift motion, boom, great year. Nope, not anymore. Because you just effed up twice. He had a couple of good saves this game, though. Yeah, he had two runners that ruined blank. the game. He denied Ronaldo point blank. He had a couple of good saves in the second Thank half, you, too. And on no. the other on the other side, too, Navas, man, everyone knocking him. I knock him especially, but in this game, he had a Great save early on that really kept Madrid in this. That save from uh, Alexander Arnold was brilliant. Mm. You know, and this guy's won Champions League with Real Madrid. So it's like, do they need a goalie? 
They really don't. Maybe for the league. I mean, I think I think they need an upgrade, but Navas is getting to that, you know, world-class level with, with his trophy hall, at least. Yeah, so, man, it'll be. Um, Carriers at Liverpool. Hey, what? Sorry, I didn't hear that. Are you finished with Carriers at Liverpool? Should they sell? No, 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 no. They shouldn't sell him. The fact of the matter is he shouldn't be the number one at the moment. Mignolet should be out. They should get a... a, He should... Yeah, Mignolet, bye-bye. See you later. Adios. (laughs) Bye, Felicia. Then you go and get a legitimate goalkeeper, as in Oblak, if they can get him. Then you develop Karius behind him. Or actually, um, if you want to develop a goalie, there's a goalkeeper they've also been linked to now from AC Milan, Damarona. I can't say his name because it's Dumb so many Maria? <laughs> I can't say his name. It's like his name <laughs> has, what is, has like he's it. like thirty-one letters in his last no, name. No, dude, it's just Donna Ruma. Like yeah. that's Donna it. Donna like Donna if you just yeah. hooked on phonics, Donna it Roma, whatever. Donna Rama. Yeah, but the thing is, that's the player. That's the young goalkeeping talent. If you want to, but then he's but the then one. again, you watch him at Milan, right? He. I mean, he had a blunder in the uh, what's it called the uh, the 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 Serie A yeah, version the cup, of yeah. the FA Cup. He had two mistakes he made, dude. So like goalkeeper, man, you look at you look at the Hay in those first two years at United. They could have easily been like, you know what? We've had guys like Van der Sar. We've had guys who are just absolute legends in the net. We don't have time to wait. I agree with you, Haas. I'm not saying Carrier should automatically get the number one jersey. Keep him next year. Let him develop. Let him earn it. Sure, you want to bring in competition. But if you're going to bring someone in, I don't know if you should be bringing in a guy like Donnarumma. That position for you right now is a massively important position. You should bring someone in like Oblak, someone in maybe like Ter Stegen, who's splitting time, or maybe even Sillison, dude. Maybe or Allison, who's got legs, who's you know played futsal growing up, and that's what Liverpool plays out of the back with. Like, to bring in Donnarumma, another project, and he's going to come to the EPL. He's never left Italy before. It's going to be dangerous. You need a guy who's tried and tested like a Virgil van Dijk. Well, the, the big thing when I say that is that, um, first things first, there's a difference between being 24 and 19 or whatever Donnarumma, whatever he is, 20 now. Um, so, again, if there was any project in the world, it would have to be him, Donnarumma. Uh, because this team right now, this, this Liverpool team is not priming. They're going to be the best Liverpool team of this group. Will probably be in, hopefully, next uh, probably two years oh, if Salah really does sorry. stay. No, Hus, that's the problem, though, is that Liverpool doesn't have that kind of time. And you need to put together a team next year that can challenge for the Premier League. Hopefully, oh, Jose said, hopefully Man City doesn't play as well as they did. Hopefully this year was an overachieving year because – there's no team in a position next year to get 100 points unless you're signing eight players. But you don't have – Liverpool doesn't have two years because before you know it, someone's going to come in for Mane. Before you know it, someone's going to come in for Salah. Before you know it, someone's going to come in for Firmino. You have to put up a challenge next year. And getting a goalie who's ready for that, Oblak, Allison, that's what you need to do now. This whole thing – that's what, um, what's his name? Brendan Rodgers got caught in. Suarez was out there balling. He's like, yo, I need help. I need help. I need help. They brought in Sterling. A young what did United do? They get a young Dude, goalkeeper from Ale- same, Atletico Madrid. No, but, but, but with United, we had time, man. He came in. Fergie was still there, dude. We still had that Fergie magic. We won the Premier League with De Gea back there. You know what I mean? Like, 
we still won the league with the with our shaky goalkeeper back there. Liverpool hasn't won the Premier League since I've been born, bro. No, I understand that, but I, I think that's still a step in the right direction because people yeah. know what he's about. People know no, that he has a very good chance to becoming not Agreed, the next but Buffon, can... but the next best thing. So if he's coming in, the magic of the 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 new Liverpool that's still going forward. But again, it's still Project Liverpool. You're not yeah. established Liverpool. You're gonna lose Salah to Real Madrid if he scores another forty. But goals how many next teams year. are selling their goalkeepers? Okay, no, no, but you gotta go in and just get them. You gotta pay whatever it takes. Never mind what you're selling. If you gotta go in and say eighty million for Oblak or Allison, you gotta pay that money and patch that hole right away. Show Salah that you're serious about winning, trying to win something next year. Whether you win it or not, that's different. That's a different debate. But your signings will let your current players know, your current studs know how serious you are about making this a short-term win project. If um, Man City and Pep credit for signing Ederson, he was a young goalie at 23 years old when he came in from Benfica, and he managed to work out. So, like, I'm with both of y'all. He could sign a special one in Donnarumma. He could make an instant impact, but he will make his errors because he's still young and learning. Or you could just go with the experience. But even um, like oh, Leno, who's, who's a little bit younger, but he seems to have a little bit more experience. Leno's a great signing, bro. Yeah, it's not about age. It's about experience. Donnarumma had a nightmare season. This season killed his confidence. He started the season with the Milan fans throwing money at him, all because this kid wanted more money because he's starting at 16 years old. I don't think that was a, I don't think that was unfair for him to ask for more money, but literally they were throwing money at this kid, like the fans, in disgust. So like, Sterling stuff. Yeah, man. So he's coming in already confidence depleted. He's coming to a country where he doesn't speak the language. Like, why would you take that risk right now when you're trying to convince Salah to stay away from Real Madrid? Fine. <clears throat> Leno, great, great suggestion, Tom. Great suggestion. Get guys with experience, guys who get those first team reps. Yeah, they might not work out, but at least you know for the last three or four seasons, these dudes have been ticking upwards. Now, Arsenal's going to get Leno. Let's go. Please, please. Let's go. Arsenal's going to get Butland, bro. That's who you guys are about. <laughs> Right, you guys want to put a button on this thing? Yeah, let's do it, man. Uh, House, any any final words, bro? Uh, look, going into the season, no one thought Liverpool were even going to the semifinals. Maybe not even quarterfinals. Got lucky. When it, when it came down to it, look at all the ups and downs of the season. They're still moving forward. So for Liverpool fans, you still have to feel good with Robinson, Alexander-Arnold, Salah. I mean, Mane still really didn't kick into gear yet. So next year, hopefully he kicks into gear. Firmino made a huge jump. Everyone's making a huge jump. Uh, and then with Firmino, and then maybe a couple more signings. So you, even though it was sad to lose, you still have to keep your head up and know that they did overcome many challenges. Shit pool. <laughs> Shit pool. You could have three of their top line score 10 goals. So a lot of 10 goals. Firmino 10 goals and Mane 10 goals in the Champions League. So 30 goals um, between the three of them. Pretty damn dangerous. Um, this was a surprise, as you said, Hus. Um, they exceeded expectations. And now they have to they have to live up to them next year with signings like Nabil Fakir, Nabi Keita, um, and, and guys like that. So it's going to be interesting to see what Liverpool does. Uh, but as far as Real Madrid, they are the best soccer team ever. Ever. <laughs>
And, uh, and a quick note on the Madrid teams, man. I mean, you got Real Madrid obviously winning the Champions League, but Atletico Madrid winning the Europa League. So both clubs from Madrid winning the biggest European trophies around, you know, Class A, Class B level. Uh, it speaks to the strength of the Spanish league. You know, the fact mm-hmm. that they were able to beat Arsenal, you know, beat Liverpool, um, and I everyone else. I'm not going to spiral, bro, but is it really the strength of the league or the weakness of the league to where they can coast mm-hmm. with 30 games out of the season, show up for eight, and they focus on I think the strength, I think uh, I say it because I think the fact that you play teams like Barcelona and Real Madrid, you know, that are, that are so That's good. That's four games, though. That's four no, I'm games saying, out I'm of 38. Fact, I'm saying the fact that you have to, have to compete against these guys. Like, you know the level you're playing against. It's, it's almost impossible to stop these guys. So then you go from playing them to playing to, other teams. To playing Hirona. I think it's a good, it's a good warm-up. Like, it gives them, it primes them for, the, for these Barca European competitions. Levante beat Barca 5-4, stopped that undefeated streak. You know, so as much as we like to Yeah, and fucking, and, 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 and Birmingham, not Birmingham, Brighton beat United, you know, and uh, Everton almost beat City. Like, dude, ah, man, we're going to spiral out. EPL for me is the hardest league in the world. Dude, no way, shit. man! Not anymore, man. This year was ridiculous. There was there was no. There was Barca, no Barca was there was undefeated. There was no Barca was undefeated until match day thirty-five, bro. Just gonna say that. Barca okay, undefeated. Give them a knock because Arsenal also went undefeated. So you're gonna give the EPL a knock because they were invincibles. There was oh, Arsenal. No, they were undefeated with eleven ties, bro. That's that's proper. Like that, they had a scrap for that undefeated. They didn't cruise to that undefeated record. They had to earn it. Man City may not have been undefeated, man, but they may as well have been undefeated the way they played. And the rest of the league, the rest of the league couldn't keep up. And from from seventh down to to seventeenth, man, it was interchangeable. There was no consistency. That's what, it, that's it what was I'm awful. Saying. It was absolutely dreadful. I was, think it was awful. England was weak this year, man. The league was weak. No way, bro. The league was hard. That's why you had Burnley chasing down Arsenal to the last day of the fucking league, bro. Arsenal saying, left it to like match day 35 to knock off Burnley. Like Burnley, a bunch of nobodies are going to be in Europa. Arsenal, three, Arsenal, though. That's not Arsenal, man. La Liga's top three can probably fuck most countries up. I'll give you that. La Liga's top three, Atletico, Real Madrid. Yeah, Atletico, Real Madrid, Sevilla, Barcelona could probably fuck most teams up. I'll give you that. Those four teams are probably the best teams in the world. You know, you can you can debate that. But the rest of them, bro, I mean, they're there for a paycheck. Nah, man. Valencia finished fourth this year in La Liga. Um, Villarreal finished fifth. Real Betis finished sixth. And the great Sevilla we'll talk about, they finished seventh. So I'm telling you, man, look, for me, La Liga is the most technical league in the world. Technical, Therefore, it's I'll the best. That. You know what I mean? Like, I'm talking competitive. To- yes, individually, these guys, like if you're like, yo, here's a 60-yard ball. In the air, bring this down. Of course, La Liga, uh, Germany, uh, Italy. Of course, those guys have better technique than freaking guys at Burnley playing. But if you're like, here are 38 games with no winter break. Dude, those Spanish teams outside of those four are struggling, bro, because it's so athletic, so competitive. Dude, they're talking about putting in a winter break in England because they realize that they're just cannibalizing each other. Now, the schedule is vicious. It's, it's, it's in the schedule, the competition, bro. You can show up and get your ass kicked by Huddersfield. Like, that's a real thing, man. It's like, the money. Yeah, the money, the transfers, bro. You got, you got world-class internationals like Shakiri, 
fighting for relegation, bro. Like, come on, man. Like, this league is insane. But how good were Stoke this year, man? It doesn't matter Shakiri was there. Stoke was crap. Yeah, Stoke was crap. But without Shakiri, it would have been even worse, bro. That's my point. You got a team. You got a league where teams in 20th place have a guy who can start in just about any national team. You give me the team, the 20th place team that got relegated this year in La Liga. That motherfucker's not starting on any fucking national team or top national team. He's probably starting for South Africa. Love my people, but but, th- but that's just that's just the that's just the wealth of the Premier League, man. That doesn't make sense. If anything, if anything the money the money's making it weaker. Because I've no. I've been listen, I've been with you for my whole life, man, about England being superior to everybody. That from six down to fifteen, they can beat Spain, all these clubs. But I'm starting to see this past season change my mind a little bit. That's all I'm no, saying. No, look, that's I'm, fair, I'm starting man, to see. But... Sorry, go ahead, Al. No, I'm just starting to see things change. You know, I think the gulf between the top five, top six, and the rest of the league is becoming too big. And yeah, you got Huddersfield and all these other teams, but I don't think they can compete across Europe. Dude, the fact that guys like Richarlson, like promising kids like that are going to Watford, that's what I'm, like the money makes the league more competitive for me. Like, again, I give it to you, those top four Spanish teams could probably beat most teams, 90% of the teams, including Man United, in the Premier League. But because Stoke, has a hundred million dollars to spend when Girona doesn't have a hundred million dollars, Real Sociedad doesn't have a hundred million dollars. That means you can sign better talent, man. That means the league comes up as a whole, but the problem is the league cannibalizes each other. The fact that you can't take time off, you can't play your B squad against Stoke and win. You gotta fucking play your A team, and then on that Tuesday or Wednesday, you have to play Champions League against Messi, against fucking AS Roma. That's why I'm saying the league is just more competitive for me. It makes it better. But individually, Al, I'm with you, man. These guys individually in Spain and Italy, those dudes are ballers, man. They're absolute ballers. They're taught the right way to play football. It's not about how strong and fast you are. It's about your technique and your mind. It's, it's, it's beautiful. But, man, you put those Spanish teams from, from fifth place to 19th or 20th place in an EPL schedule with that winter schedule, that, that Christmas schedule, where you're playing, what, what was it, six games over 20 days, something crazy like that, bro? Like, these motherfuckers will burn, bro. If we're factoring that in, okay, because they're not used to it. You know, but we're just talking pound for pound. But that's what we're talking about, man. Like, individually, yeah, man, I'm with you, bro. Like, individually, the Spanish players, incredibly talented, always have been, man. The def- the goalkeepers have a better touch than some of the four. The goalkeepers have better touch than Lukaku, bro. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> For real, for real. But as teams, as a league, Chelsea can't take a fucking break and relax when they're playing Bournemouth because fucking Josh King will come in and score a brace. It's it's crazy, but yeah. Again, well, we, with this money too, we're we're only seeing the beginning. the 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 point is, I mean, if Neymar does come to Man City, oh, that geez. that's a that's a team that I do want to see play Barcelona, Real Madrid. Dude, and, and, and they will, man. Literally, Pep has shown, like, broke 13 records this year in the Premier League. He's shown, okay, I've handled the Premier League. The signings they make this summer are going to be signings for Champions League. And everyone was talking shit about Pep's system in the Premier League. Oh, bring your system to the Premier League. You can't win here. Now everyone's saying, well, great, you won the Premier League, but you can't win a Champions League. Like, you motherfuckers are sleeping again. You're underestimating this dude's genius. All the signings he's going to make, and he'll probably do 
something crazy like sign six center backs and everyone will be laughing like, oh, you spent $200 million on six center backs. <laughs> then play him forward. Yeah, then he'll win, dude. He signed four fullbacks last year, four fullbacks with $200 million. And he broke 13 Premier League records when everyone was saying, your tiki-taka bullshit has no place here. Don't sleep on Pep making a run in the Champions League. I'm not saying they're going to win. And I hope they don't because I fucking hate those blue cunts. But, man, this underestimation of Pep has got to stop. It's got to stop. You, and it's you, official. We officially spiraled into <laughs> another dimension. <laughs> right, we lost Tom along the way. Yeah, we did. He didn't give us his 5%, 2%. Uh, but all right, guys, thank you for joining us as always. We'll have some World Cup uh, stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks or so before the tourney kicks off. I hope you guys are as pumped as we are. Of course, U.S. men's national team is not in a bunch of bums. Uh, stop coming home, guys. Stop coming to boost the MLS. Stop that bullshit. Stay in Europe. Compete. Fight. Earn your place. Earn your keep. And we'll see the U.S. men's national team back in the World Cup by 2022. Either way, we're going to enjoy it. We all have teams we're rooting for. You'll find out uh, who those teams are. We got bets coming up. I mean, we're talking Belgium. It's going to go further than Brazil. You know, hot <laughs> takes. All that, man. And also uh, with Egypt and Salah, I mean, the reports are that he didn't dislocate his shoulder. He just strained some ligaments in the shoulder. So not as bad as first feared, which makes him a bigger pussy for not even carrying on. Yeah, friends, Beckenbar, friends, Beckenbar, World Cup final, dislocates his shoulder. He plays the rest of the game. Is that a up. Take is that him up. He's not coming off the field. Al, I was going to say, did his, did his tampon slip out of his shoulder? Is that why Honestly. he didn't finish the game? Honestly. Is it shoulder's not fucking popped out. You finish that game. You get your shot at halftime. Again. A little shot is to the shoulder. Is that official? Uh, it was an injury update. Because um, there's mixed stories out there. Some people are saying that he won't even play in the World Cup. Some people are saying he's going to be good in two weeks. That, son. The Sun's saying that. So the, the Egyptian FA later tweeted that they had been informed Salah sustained a sprained, uh, sprained oh. shoulder, sprain to the shoulder ligaments. Yeah, so. well, that's Egypt. Because if they say that he's out of the World Cup, the pyramids are going to fall right now. No, it's not, it's not <laughs> that, man. It's the fact is that he didn't dislocate anything. He just, oh, I found my shoulder. It's happened to me, man. Had me twice last last winter. And what did you do, Al? I what kept playing, man. It, Thank dude, you, bro. I couldn't even see my shoulder oh, for the next oh, two sorry. weeks. Sorry, Al. I couldn't How move it. How much do they pay you to keep playing? Nothing. Thank you, bro. Nothing. Allah, you're fucking puss, bro. No, come on now. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you. Madrid. Hello, Madrid. Hello, Madrid. Hello, Madrid. Hello, Madrid.